0: Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Fable, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. Now, before you worry, my dear listener, this podcast shall always remain one which prioritizes stress relief and reducing anxiety above current events or trendy topics. However, I thought it would be nice to release a bonus episode that still acknowledges our time for reading legends and tales. And so, I have prepared for you something I did back in grade school, the origin of Halloween. And, as a Catholic, I find it fascinating that we also celebrate All Souls' Day, which you might have heard of as the Day of the Dead, as well as All Saints' Day. But I will not delve too deeply into that, as I don't want to make my non-Christian friends uncomfortable. The articles I use during my research can be found in the description section. So, for anyone who is unaware, Halloween is celebrated every year on October 31st, regardless of what day of the week it is. At least in America, children dress up in costumes and knock on their neighbors' doors yelling, Trick or treat! And said neighbors will give the children some candy in an implied agreement that their house will not be egged or teepeed. Although there will be hooligans who run around doing minor acts of vandalism, in today's climate, that is seldom done and definitely not condoned. The older crowd may instead opt to go to Halloween-themed parties where they also don costumes and mostly drink or play party games. Smaller traditions, such as carving pumpkins and entering haunted houses, which are usually just elaborately decorated establishments, also occur. But how did this tradition start? Well, it was a Celtic fire festival called Samhain. But to help you look it up, it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Around this time, communities would harvest their crops and then, once done, would burn a communal fire. According to History.com, this fire was to represent the sun, and cattle were sacrificed during the ritual, and then torches were made from the bonfire and brought back to the hearths of individual homes. The celebration would last three days and nights, and if you did not participate, it was believed you would be cursed with an illness or even death. Okay, that's cool and all, but where did the costumes come into play? Well, during Sowin, it was said that the barrier between worlds was breachable, and so in an effort to not be kidnapped or worse, people would dress up as animals or monsters to confuse the world breachers, and offerings were left outside in their place. Some of the most traditional costumes come from the Sowin mythology, and I highly recommend going down that rabbit hole if you have time. So, as time went by, these festivals were adapted into accepted societal traditions. It's these traditions, like carving pumpkins, that are more known in today's holiday. Well, around the 5th century, Pope Boniface moved the Church's celebration of saints and martyrs from May 13th to November 1st. And in the 9th century, the Church made November 2nd All Souls Day to honor the dead. As mentioned before, you may also be familiar with the Mexican holiday called Dia de Muertos, or Day of the Dead, which is celebrated from October 31st through November 2nd. This was indeed the blending of pagan and Christian holidays. It is also interesting to note that the god Sowin was considered the lord of the dead. So, it is an appropriate time for Christians to honor the dead, while the more secular, i.e. non-religious, people can enjoy a tradition passed down centuries. I hope you enjoyed this little trip down the history path. This clearly could be a very long episode, but I wanted to just summarize the origins and how different beliefs converge into one weekend of spooky fun. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story.